0: Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Rebels Revisited. Why is it special? Because we've finally finished Season 1, and we've started with Season 2, with Siege of Lothal. Um, I'm your host, Johnny Orr, and uh, let's get talking about Rebels. Um, So, Siege of Lothal, uh, what I've done, uh, rather than review the two individual episodes that you can find on the DVDs, the Blu-rays, and on Disney Life... I have done the um, the 40 minute special version which um, puts both episodes together and was aired earlier in the year, um, I think it was aired like in the August when the season came out in like September, October time. Um, I've got to say, this is by far my favourite of all of the season premieres. Um, that we got from Rebels. Um, there's so much going on in it. It's it's insane. <laughs> so it starts off. The rebels are in the midst of a space battle, trying to get supplies, and, and it's the ghost. And they end up they end up you know being assisted by Phoenix Squadron and the. The crew, they, they all have to leave because the um, Phoenix leader is going to get, uh, gabloomed. Um, so what they do is they have a regroup, they have a conversation, and Chopper comes in, um, with a message, and Kanan, is feeling really just not happy about, um, being part of the rebellion at this point he does not want to join the rebellion he doesn't want to be a part of an army he's seen what war does to people and not just to people but to the galaxy Um, and it's a message from old Joe from um, Lothal and he's got someone who wants to talk to them and it's uh, Governor Tua because she's essentially been threatened by Vader, who has uh, who's basically said that if she doesn't, you know, sort it out and crack down on the rebels, um, that you know they can find someone who will. Um, so, and she wants to leave. She wants to uh, escape from the Empire, but she was she promises to help the rebels by find, by giving them the location names and locations of rebel sympathisers on Mothor. But these are people who have got uh, powerful friends that the Empire can't touch but are under observation. So, after much debate, the ghost crew decide that that's what they're going to do. They're going to go and help her. So they hatch a plan. They take their stolen um, people transport, and Chopper drives, and they go to Lothal, where they're going to rescue her. And it become—it turns out it's a—it's a, um, it's a uh, what's it called? It's a trap. Sorry, it's a trap. And um, the Empire turns up. Kanan manages to. Uh, steal Stormtrooper armor Ezra's jealous because all he has is the helmet and uh, <laughs> so yeah they uh, they manage to they, they get to the um, they get to the governor and she um, they get her on a ship and the imp- Empire turns off and blow up the ship killing her uh, so the rebels go on the run, they hide in um, Ezra's old house, um, and then they figure that if they went to the Imperial um, Centre, they could steal a Imperial ship, because all public um, ship vehicles are grounded, and there's a blockade set up, so they... Break into the Imperial center with um as a stormtrooper, Ezra dressed as a cadet, Ezra tries using the Jedi Mind trick on a stormtrooper, it doesn't work, so Kanan does it. And they are pushing containers. And the containers contain the crew. And they finally get to the to the landing um, pad. Everyone gets out, they're about to get onto the ship and they find they they re- they find Portable uh, shield generators that the uh, the Rebellion could use. So they start to steal them. Just as the uh, Stormtroopers come out. And they take out the Stormtroopers. But then out comes Vader. After Kanan and Ezra feel a really dark presence. Vader comes out and takes on Kanan and Ezra. First Vader takes down Kanan. He's about to... Um, use the force to have Ezra behead himself. Insane. Um, and then, um... Kane like, they manage to distract him, Ken distracts him, they fight for a little bit, it's not going very well, um, Sabine and Zeb blow up some ATDPs. Um, and Cain and Ezra force push Vader into where they will fall, Vader reaches up and they, they all fall down on top of him, they get onto the uh, landing craft just as they see, just they turn around just to see Vader lifting the wreckage off of him, throwing it away and standing up so they, uh, they escape, they manage to escape. Thank God, right? Uh, so they meet up back with Phoenix Squadron. And Agent Carlos goes to Vader and says, Look, they've gotten away. Um, well, what they also do. Well, they get away and they go. They don't go back to Phoenix Squadron, sorry. They go to. They, they try and find somewhere for help. And they go to Lando's farm. Lando isn't there, but his droid is there. And Sabine and the droid uh, mock up some transponder signals that match the landing craft. So when they leave the um, planet, they set off the transponders. So the Empire is diverted. So they all head towards these different transponders. The TIE fighters take them out one by one. And by the time they realise that it's a... um, By the time the Empire realises what's going on, the... um, They, uh, it's too late, and the rebels get away. Um, but it's not a problem, as Vader tells Calus there is a tracking beacon on that ship. Uh, so then they meet up with the, uh, then they meet up with uh, Phoenix Squadron, and Chopper tells them that there's um, a tracker, and there's one ship heading towards them. And Vader and his TIE fighters. So they launch all the fighters, the ghost crew get into their ships, and the ghost crew gets into the uh, the ghost, and they go out there. Vader kicks butt, people. This is probably one of the most amazing Darth Vader sequences ever put down in any sort of Star Wars medium. Like, this is up there with the Rogue One corridor scene, this is there with the. Um, Kinda like with with all of Vader down, everything that Vader does when he's surrounded by the rebels and he just takes them all out, this is kind of up there with it. Um, If you haven't read Vader down, I highly recommend it just to see Vader kicking Rebel butt. Um, So Vader basically takes out, he he basically takes out like Phoenix Leader. He, um, what else does he do? Oh, yes, yeah, so he takes that Phoenix leader, so the crew have to evacuate the ship. Once all the ship, once everyone is on board, on the escape pods and have been picked up, everyone's going to leave. Ahsoka senses the dark side. Uh, well, Ahsoka, Kanan, and Ezra sense that it's Vader. And... Kanan and Ahsoka use the force to try and, like, identify him. And Ahsoka... Ahsoka passes out because the connection between her and Vader is incredibly strong. And she recognizes that connection to be Anakin Skywalker. But she's not sure. So. They, um. Ugh. So they escape and. Um. Ahsoka talks to Kanan, sorry, Kanan and Ezra, um, they recognise that it's not a, um, it's not an Inquisitor, but a Sith Lord that they've encountered, um, and, um, what's better Ahsoka tells them that everyone's going to be hunting them now. Meanwhile, back on the, um, back on the Star Destroyer, back at... Like base base. Um Vader turns. Uh, no, it's on the Star Destroyer, and he tells the um, tells everyone to leave the bridge. And he he uh, communi- he sends he, he talks to Palpatine and tells him that the pad the apprentice of Anakin Skywalker lives. And the Emperor like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "Yes, it's uh and and the Emperor tells him to dispatch an inquisitor to hunt them down, so yeah, that's the siege of Lothor. um I've gotta say like the siege of Lothar, like I've said is my favorite um season premiere from rebels um it's so much fun it's um. Well, it's it's a it's a great episode. It's got so much going on. Um Vader you know he, we see him in the end at the end of uh, season 1 as he walks past Carlos but you know we really see this is like Vader in his prime again. It's like like you know we see him in Rogue 1. We see him in Vader down and like well yeah, in Vader down, I mean, that's Vader in prime mode. Um you know, this is the Vader that everyone kind of assumed existed, but we never got to see uh, because the story didn't dictate for it. But now we see it. Now we get it. It's amazing. Like his, his, like we all. Everyone kind of joked that Anakin Skywalker is a great pilot, but you can't land. You know, because you know, we see his piloting skills in the in all the films uh, of the prequels and um, you know in the Clone Wars, and like. But we see it again here. Him in a TIE fighter he is taking rebels out left and right. Half of Phoenix squadron are decimated. Phoenix lead, like Phoenix home is destroyed. You know, that's a that's like a I mean it's not the same as, but it's an equivalent of a Corellian um, Corvette, or blockade runner. You know. And Vader takes it out in his very own TIE Fighter. Um, Some of the imagery in this uh, episode is fantastic. At one point during the fight between uh, Vader and uh, Kanan, we actually see like we see. I know they insp- they were inspired heavily by Ralph MacQuarie, but they they actually almost replicate one of the original one of Ralph MacQuarie's original um, pieces. Uh, where it's Vader fighting a rebel soul like f- well fighting someone with a lightsaber, and they all, they replicate that perfectly with um, with Vader v- fighting Kanan, and like, I was watching it, and I think it was like the first time I watched it, and I was like, wait a minute, so I kind of googled and found that picture, and I'm like, oh my god, they did that. That's insane. That's amazing. Um... You know the the character arcs, like we see, we we saw some really good character arcs in season one, and like the beginning of Kanan's arc in this, where he doesn't want to be a rebel, he doesn't want to be a hero, he just wants. You know, he says to Hera that you know, back when it was just the two of them when they first got together, it was "Rob from the Empire, give to the needy," and now he feels like he's in a war, and I completely get why he doesn't want to be in a war. I mean, he survived the Clone Wars. Clone Wars was devastating on the entire galaxy, um, why would he want to sign up again? Um, you know, no one would, it would just be an insanity that he did, and you know, even though he owes them, he owes them his life. Um, I feel like um, you know this is like, the, like I said, it's the it's my favorite, but it's the strongest season opener as well. Um, I mean, Spark of Rebellion has that has the issue that um, you know it's got to introduce the characters, it's got to kind of set everything up. So even as as good as Spark of Rebellion is, it has a lot of work to do. Um, Whereas, you know, the season premiere for season two, they can dive straight in, and that's what they do. Um, I'm not going to hash out the seasons three and four ones, because we're not there yet. Yes, I've done a few spoilers in the show, but I'm not going to quite go there just yet, because I haven't watched them for a while. Um, But I can still stand by my... uh, By my... It's my favourite one. Um, There's... Um, I'm sorry, I completely lost my point there. Um, anyway, so, um, yeah, that's going to be it for Siege of Lothar. Um, thank you for listening and thank you for your continued contributions. It's greatly appreciated. And, um, can't wait to get, get, like, heavily into season two, because season two is just so, so, so good. Um. Yeah, that's it. So, thank you once again and punch it chewy.
1: Hello and welcome to Rebels Revisited. I'm your host, Johnny Ulm, and today we're going to be taking a look at season two episode called Always Two There Are. Uh, So, in this episode, uh, Sabine uses Rex's info to locate uh, some a stash of Old Republic supplies, including uh, medical supplies. So, her and Zeb and Chopper are sent on a mission to get them back, but Ezra kind of tags along because Kanan and Rex are bickering about how they each think Ezra should be trained. Um, So they get to the outpost and it's all locked up tight, so Zeb breaks in using his Lassart strength um, and they find the control room and chopper turns on all of the power accidentally which um, causes a beacon to be set off for the Empire uh, so the Empire are en route um, but um, they are stopped when the fifth brother tells him tells them that you know it's the rebel it's the you know, Sensing Jedi involves that he will go himself. Um, in the creepy outpost, um, Chopper gets left in the control room on his own whilst the other three go to locate the medical supplies. Um, but they also get the attention of some mini probe droids that are working for the Seventh Sister, another Inquisitor, voiced by Sarah Michelle Geller. Um, So, Zeb gets stuck whilst they're trying to climb through, um, the ducts, um, Ezra and Sabine get chased by the Inquisitors, because the fifth brother turns up as well, um, so Ezra makes Sabine go on ahead, locks the door behind her, and, um, attempts to take on the Inquisitors, um... Ezra gets captured by the fifth brother, uh, by the seventh sister, whilst the fifth brother goes to locate Sabine and Zeb. Um Sabine and Zeb are knocked out when the fifth brother uses Sabine's thermal detonates against them. Um and he captures Sabine but Zeb's kind of hidden. Zeb evades the probe droids and goes back and heads back to the Phantom. Finds Chopper along the way, who's been um, sabotaged by those little probe droids. Gets Chopper working, and they come up with a plan. Meanwhile, um, Ezra is resisting the fifth, the seventh sister, and then turns up with um, fifth brother. Turns up with Sabine. Uh, Zeb gets in touch, saying that he's um, Admiral Meluron. And he basically tells them that he, they will be that, uh, there'll be a pickup in docking bay six. So they all go to docking bay six. Another part of um, Zeb's cryptic message is chin up. And so when they get into the docking bay six, Ezra's trying to figure it out, and then looks up to the ceiling, where he sees um, Zeb and Chopper in the gut in the Phantom um, attached to the ceiling. Uh, a fight ensues because they get seen, of course. Um, Ezra and Sabine escape and head back to the rebel fleet. Um, when they return to the ghost, Kanan and Rex are about to um, lay in to Ezra, but he turns around and says, you know, yeah, we do need to, like, Kanan's like, we need to talk. And Ezra's like, yeah, we do about the two Inquisitors we've just encountered. And Zeb's like, yeah, thanks for letting us know that there was more of them. Uh, Sabine Zeb and Ezra go off Hera consoles asks him if he knew that there were more and Kanan's like no I had no idea um and then credits uh so this was a really fun good episode we get to we are introduced we get to see the fifth brother in action we're introduced to the seventh sister and see her in action um and the two of them together are a pretty formidable pair um I know at first everyone believed that the Seventh Sister was Barris Offee, um, but the, that uh, speculation got shot down by the from story group, which is unfortunate because I'd really like to see Barris Sophie turn up again um, using her dark side ways as well, um, and I figured that would be a brilliant way of doing it, but uh, unfortunately these things don't always work out the way we think. Um, You know, it's basically a scavenging mission. The rebels are looking for more equipment that they need. Uh, We've seen it a couple of times in season one. Um, You know, it's one of those easy go-to episode um, premises that, you know, is pretty understandable and going to happen, you know, throughout the course of the series because, you know, they need... um, and they need, what's it called? Equipment. That's what they need. They need equipment. Um, I really like to see, I like seeing like the development of the relationship between Kanan and Rex. Um, you know, Rex is very old school, Kanan isn't. So there is a lot of clashing between the two of them, um, which really grates on Ezra. Because it's like, yeah, come on guys, I'm like, I'm right here, stop arguing about me. Um, in front of me, it, you know, really sucks. So you get why he kind of goes off on the mission. Um, you know, this was a really fun episode. I wouldn't call it Villa whatsoever because, you know, we're introduced to new the new villains essentially. And, you know, we get to see more of what the rebels are doing, like the ghost crew like, their part of their job, it seems, within the Rebellion is to hunt down um, information, hunt down supplies, and, you know, we get to see more and more of that. Um, I really like seeing Zeb, like, normally, like, in Season 1, he just left Ezra to be captured, you know, in Season 2, he's faced with a very similar situation, and yet he, you know, he doesn't kind of run off and then come back under duress. He comes back properly. Him and Chopper save the day. So, Lily's just getting meowy. It's okay. It's okay. Um so yeah, really good fun episode, really enjoyable. Um great banter between, you know, all the characters, um, especially Zeb and Ezra. Um they the writers really get to get into their kind of they're foibles with each other and it's really fun um so yeah that's gonna be it for this week i'd like to say thank you to all you patrons, um patreon members for your continued support of the blog and podcast uh you know without you guys i wouldn't be able to start picking up new gear for the blog um new stuff to review or you know discuss on the blog and the podcast things like that, and it's all down to you guys being able to, you know, just spare those three dollars a month, um, so thank you very much, and, uh, punch it, Chewy!